Blog Talk Radio. Why don't you come on out to the Hey Girls Americana Radio Show, hosted by Song River and Carol Pacey of Carol Pacey and the Honey Shakers. All coming to you live on KWOD Independent Internet Radio, broadcasting from the Ice House Tavern in Phoenix, Arizona. All sound recorded and mixed by Vintage Note Records. Come on out, check out the show, and then visit the website at blogtalkradio.com backslash KWOD radio. We'll see y'all out there.
Hello, I think we're on here at the Time Out Lounge. This is Song River sitting in, and uh, we are live, liver than you'll ever want to be. And I've got on my right over here Chris Mars, who is sitting in tonight for Miss Carol Paisley. Chris Mars, how are you doing? I am doing fantastic. Thank you for asking, Song. It's good to have you here tonight. Make sure you get up real close to that mic. You want to be actually... So, Making love to the mic. So I, need, I need to speak a little, a little slower. A little to be slower. Close, yes. Speak softly and breathless. Yes, and breathless. Um, we just got through hearing uh, three tracks on the farm by Psycho Square Dance, Soul Country singles going forward, looking back, Action Jets singles. Time for the Action Jets. We sure do appreciate you guys um, sending us your music, and by all means, contact us on the Hey Girls Facebook page and um, send us your clean MP3s for a chance to get on the show. Um, also, want to let you guys know that um, you can call in on the show. Our phone number here, if I can see it behind my glasses, is 714-714. Two four two five one four five, and you can. Uh, I'm sure if you're out there listening to us, you know that we are on KWAD Radio Blog Talk for all of you guys out there. Um, it's a good night. It's it's been nice, hasn't it, uh, Chris? We've had some rain. Ah, uh, yeah. The rain was actually very beautiful to have. I really enjoyed that. Of course, if you've uh, gone overseas, you might just be tired of it. But over here, deserts, we really need it. We sure do, and it's it's been a nice reprieve, hasn't it? Oh, most definitely. I, I see they got some snow up north, actually. Did you see yeah, that? Yeah, finally, uh, Jack Frost had to pay a visit up north. Yeah, yeah, and it, it, I'm I'm ready to go up there. You know what? I know I'm not supposed to introduce this now, but I'm just I'm so daggone excited. <laughs> January 9th and 10th, I'm going to be up with the Delta Fist and the Love Lost. We're going to be up north. We are hitting Jerome on January 9th, if I remember correctly, it's January 9th at the Spirit Room, and mm. then January 10th. We're going to be at the Monty Five up in Flagstaff. I'm doing a, a little documentary on 48 hours of independent band travel. Very nice. I love it. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to it. And those are a great group of people, too, to oh, hang yes, out with. Oh, yes, most definitely. So, well, guess who we have with us in the house tonight? At least I think Mr. Jeff Gonzalez is back in the house. I think he w- he was out taking a breath of fresh air, you know, breathing in some of that good old Tempe, Arizona air out here in front of the timeout <laughs> lounge. And we also have Daryl Scherer. And um, we're going to have Jeff play in the, our, our first part first hour and then daryl is going to play the second part of the hour and uh jeff if you would entree view under the stage if you're uh somewhere here in the vicinity there he is um the man coming up with a very nice beard i want that beard (laughs) there is something about a man with a beard and a mustache i tell you what it still makes me weak in the knees he's he's grabbing him stuff he's grabbing his stuff i think i made him blush just a little bit there (laughs) Hi, uh, Chris. What all, what all you got going on while Jeff uh, finishes getting set up here? What what are some of the things you've got going on in your life? Where do I begin? <laughs> short short reader's digest version. Short reader's digest version. Uh, next month we're working on a couple of short films coming up here in the Phoenix area. Uh, we'll also be hopefully getting another podcast coming out, and uh, that's really all we've got planned so far. Well, that's enough. That's enough to get you going in 2015. Yeah, for the two months, but I got to figure yeah. out what else to do. Yeah, you, well, you'll you'll figure out something if not. We'll find you something to do because trouble is your middle name. Well, you know, I've, I've tried to be a little more careful, especially after the lightning incident. But um. <laughs> Yeah, I tell you what, folks, that's a story. If you ever want to contact Chris Mars on Facebook, you can find him at Chris Mars on Facebook or at Childlike Minded Productions. Um, ask him about his lightning story. Um, he survived. 
Uh, yeah, duh, because he's staff talking here, huh? <laughs> no, this is just a ghost speaking. <laughs> <laughs> we brought him back for the dead, just for the Hey Girl show. So Jeff's getting getting his guitar tuned up and getting set, and he's going to take a seat, and we're going to talk to him here in just a few minutes and ask him a couple of questions about some of the stuff he's got going on. And uh, he's going to play us four tunes. The first two are going to be The Robin and the Birch Tree and Trickster. And in the second set, he's going to play Sleepy Like like Bears and ending with Home. And we're going to ask him a little bit about those tunes. You, you all set up there, Mr. Jeff? I sure am. Oh, listen, right. listen to the voice. I'm home with the beard and the mustache, man. I'm done, girls. <laughs> this is part of the pleasure of being on the Hey Girl Show. We get really hot guys on here. <laughs> well, maybe not for you, Chris, but... <laughs> Well, I can I can say that you can have an appreciation. You can even have an appreciation, right? Right. So I can be jealous, right? <laughs> Jeff, we sure appreciate you coming out tonight and, and joining us. Um, I was reading a little bit over your bio. Um, you started uh, a band at the age of fifteen. Uh, yeah. Tell us a little bit what was going on um, during that time. I mean, I can't imagine you're more than 22, so we're talking, what, seven years maybe ago? Oh, you're very sweet. So you're what, very sweet. What, what was happening during that time? Well, um, uh, my first band was called the Dirt Bike Kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually got a few buddies here tonight um, really? who were involved, huh? yes, with that. Raise your hands, fellas. Awesome. Yes, uh, hey, my friend Andy awesome. played with us briefly, and uh, my friend Clint was our uh, fifth member, basically. Really? So, yeah. I'm, now, that's I'm, long-term friendship. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I've known those guys a long that's time. Awesome. Great guys. I'm really happy they're here. So. That's awesome. So, well, then, um, what, but what was the music scene like uh, for a 15-year-old? <clears throat> and where in the heck did you play at 15? I meant you weren't going into bars and clubs playing. Why not? Um... You know, uh, they would let me into certain bars. Nita's uh-huh. Hideaway was a really friendly Gosh, kind of place. I remember place. that place. Yeah, um, Tempe Bowl. We, you know, we played a lot, and they did serve alcohol there as well. Um, and uh, the old Nile Theater before uh. they rebuilt it, we played there a lot. So I mean, mostly all ages clubs, but here and there we'd play yeah. bars and kind of you know sneak me in or whatever. So the other guys were underage as well, but we we're. We were pretty slick collectively, you know. What uh, what style did you dress in during that time? What was um, what was the fa fa fashion? You know, I still I dress just as nerdy as I do today. I never had a mohawk or anything. Yeah. I, I just I don't think I could have ever pulled that off. Did you ever grow your hair out? I'm sorry. Did you ever grow your hair out? Um, yeah, somewhat, but that was much later, and that was just because I was lazy. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to deal, mom. Yeah. Yeah, well, from from there, I know you you started another band and you guys did that for a while, and then you headed towards Chicago, the Windy City. Yes. Wow, what a change! I mean, from Arizona, warm, to Chicago, very cold. <laughs> yeah. Um, how was the reception there? What what was that like? Um, it it was really different. You know, uh, things are kind of spread out here. Mm-hmm. Chicago is a real kind of compact city, so um, um. Different kind of music scene, certainly. Um, but yeah, I, I met a lot of cool people, and uh, we had a blast. I was I moved there with a band called Skybox that I played in for a while, and um, it, it was a lot of fun. I mean, it was a totally new experience for me. Yeah. I'd never lived anywhere else, so um, you would have learned a lot. And then, of course, that's that's the um, the heartbed of the blues. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I saw some great blues shows while I was there. And what can you name me a couple that you got to see? Um, let's see. I saw a few, uh, Buddy Guy used to have a club, Legends, uh-huh. Uh-huh. out there. Um, I had heard that it was closed, actually. I understand that it was, um, too. 
But uh, yeah, I, I saw some good shows there. Um, it'd be hard to even pick a couple, but there, there's just so much yeah. history there and, there and, and culture and, uh, and and music there. It's a it's a great city, it but, really but I love is. Phoenix too. So. And they have good food in Chicago. Oh yeah, the bears. Oh yeah, <laughs> the the loaded hot dogs. Oh the, yeah, the deep dish pizza, mm, all that. Yeah, now I really am hungry. Oh. <laughs> We are going to start us off with the Robin and Birch Tree and then Trickster. If you would, give us a little bit of background about those two songs. Okay. Um, well, Robin and the Birch Tree, I wrote uh, when I was living in Chicago, maybe about 2006. Um, and I wrote it just, it came really quickly. You know, some some songs take a while to write. Some come really quickly. came really quickly, and I uh, actually called my girlfriend and played it on her answering machine. She's my wife now. Um, but uh, yeah. Um, Does she still have that answering machine tape? No, that'd be cool. She saved it for a while, <laughs> yeah. but I think the, the cell phone actually got wet <laughs> at some point. So yeah, we weren't able to salvage it or save it, but that would have been nice. But the memory remains. So. Yes, it does. And then um, Trickster, the next one. Where, where did that Where did that story come come from? Um, well, I started I started writing that one. Um, this is a Queen story, right? I'm sorry. This is a very quick. This is a Queen story, right? Oh, well, I I can edit it for our for our audience <laughs> certainly. Um, yeah, I started writing that one in Chicago, and that was one of those that took a little a little longer, mm-hmm. especially kind of lyrically. But um, it was just in a point in my life where I was transitioning a lot, kind of getting away from being really debaucherous or trying to get away from it and just seeing, uh, finding hope in little things mm-hmm. and just embracing life again. I just, so leaving the attitude of debauchery and looking look hope in yeah. the bug crawling across the sidewalk. There you go. Yeah, you, you had an epiphany. Well said. Yeah, you know? yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. And I, I think we go through times and periods. What It's not just when you transition from being a young person into adulthood. Um, I think we go through these transitional periods constantly in our lives, mm-hmm. and I think that's the beauty of being an artist, is that you can relay that um, like you do through songwriting. Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah. I agree. It's, it's good to always be changing and growing. It is. Yeah, it absolutely. is. Otherwise, you're dead, and yeah. um, we're not ready for you to be dead yet. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully not anytime soon. Well, we're going to go ahead and let you open up with your first two songs, okay. and it, the floor is yours. Okay, great. Thank you. Great to be here. Um, thanks to everyone uh, here at Time Out Lounge for being here. Um, this song is called The Robin and the Birch Tree. I'll keep my word 
I'll be on time and I'll buy some new shirts. I'll be the candle burning for you. I'll be the one to take off your shoes. Well, I'll be the one to help shake off the blues. I'm just bruised and broken, damaged goods, a lost cause. Oh, and what if, what if love is just the love of an idea? Well, I'll call that bluff. Enough. He may turn the key to the lock in your door, but I hold this skeleton key to your soul. He may lie with you in that bed of yours, but I know you better. You're longing for more. Still do what I want. Don't just do what you're told. As long as you're there, though, we'll never know. Next song is called Trickster. Yeah, I'm by a hundred nine. 
Awesome, awesome. Now, um, I understand that um, the robin and the birch tree, that's one that you're going to be reworking, and you are reworking it right now. Tell us a little bit why you're reworking it and what you're looking to do with it in 2015. Okay, yeah. Um, well, uh, um, I recorded a version of it uh, with my friend Aaron Ott, who uh, produced and recorded uh, The Lights Just Went Out. Hello, Aaron. Is Aaron here, by the way, tonight? Uh, no, not tonight. Okay. He's, uh, yeah. But, well, uh, I'm shout sure, out to Aaron. He's here in spirit. Oh, okay. definitely. Yeah, okay. yeah. Good, good, awesome good, good. guy. Um, but yeah, the, the plan is for me to record that um, again, uh, probably as a duo or just with more instruments. I did mm-hmm. it kind of by myself, and I think it lends itself well to more accompaniment. So. Um, Understand. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, eventually do another record, too. So. And then you're looking to release... The um, just the single you said in 2015, yep. and then possibly 2016, you know, you'd have a, a new album yeah. that you'll be releasing. That's right? what I'm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping. I'm kind of putting together songs now. I have a bunch of songs, just kind of narrowing them down, figuring out what I want to record. Songs would go well together, flow well mm-hmm. together. So. How do how is that? How do you do that as a as a songwriter? I mean, I know as a photographer, I look at my work as it's art, and it's also my child, and um, it's hard sometimes to go through objectively and pick and choose. How do you do that as a songwriter when you're you're looking at your child? <laughs> That's a great question because you don't want to favor one child over the other. Exactly. You know, yeah. um, <laughs> but then at the same time, some some songs just seem to to go better together to kind of create a mood, you know, than mm-hmm. others. And that was the case with Robin and the Birch Tree. I, initially, I had planned on putting it on the record that I put out uh-huh. last year, um, but it just didn't fit with the other songs. I don't know I don't know that it's something I know immediately, though. I think it takes mm-hmm. time to kind of figure out, okay, these, these sound well together, and maybe this is good for another record or just a B-side. But uh-huh. I guess it's just a long, drawn-out, but still organic kind of process. I wish I knew more about specifics. It's just kind of pops in my head, okay, this works. But a lot of it is, too, just getting together with other musicians oh, yeah. and what they add to it and, you know, um, my suggestions and then whatever they come up with as mm-hmm. well. So Feedback is so important. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now, when you're looking at putting together what you did with your, your last album, are you looking for a sound to be a thread of coherence or are you looking at a story? So, yeah, that's a great question. Um, I would say 
And I'm not trying to bust your your brain. <laughs> yeah, no, that, no, that, that's, that's a great question. I, I'd say it's it's a combination of of the two. Um, I mean, I'm a big lyrics guy, you know. Um, some of my favorite songwriters, that's one of their strongest suits is the lyrics. Right. But then at the same time, just just the the texture of the music uh-huh. too, you know. I, I wouldn't, you know, just putting putting stuff together um, in in the right in the right way with the right tone. I mean, even just the sound of the guitar, you know, right. I mean, anything. The sound of a hi-hat, it can be something as subtle as that or the level of reverb. It's A lot of it's just trial and error, you know, I mean, honestly. But you know, ultimately, what you know, it's, it's almost like you're going into it as, a, as you're blind, but you actually know kind of in your central oh, yeah. core. You're right, yeah, yeah. I know? mean, I do have a, like, I have a vision. Like, mm-hmm. when we recorded the last record, I had an idea in my mind of how things should sound. And, and um, you know when it comes together. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Well, absolutely, yeah. If also if I may mm-hmm. chime in, because um, I, I find it, I've always found that a very interesting question that I that oftentimes hear about, are you focusing on sound or story? When in all truth, and I think I'm going to agree with this, Jeff, the reason you want to go with it's a mixture of both is because they are one and the same, essentially. I mean, your lyrics are telling a story, but the music is also telling a story along with it. It's all a story in itself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And it, the the two, you know, ideally will work hand in hand. You know, mm-hmm. and sometimes it doesn't work out, and sometimes I have to shelve songs for forever, and sometimes I never come back to them because they just they don't work. But but when they do, it's it's a great feeling, and it reminds me why I enjoy writing songs so much. It's really refreshing. Yeah. I I understand. Um, Weren't you an artist or songwriter of the year chosen by Yab Yam? Was that 2014? Oh, um, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Yab Yam Music and Arts, um, a local publication. Shout out to Yab Yam. Yeah, oh, absolutely. They're wonderful. Um, yeah, they uh, they they named me Songwriter of the Year in January 14 for the record I put out uh-huh. in 2013. Nice. Um, so yeah, that was that was quite an honor too. I mean, that's you know, it, it's nice. It's nice. To know that uh, that what you're creating resonates with people, yeah. you know, it's just it's a good feeling. It makes it even more fulfilling. It does. So. It does, especially when you, when you're hungry, you know, <laughs> oh, <laughs> to have yeah. somebody appreciate what you're doing. Yeah, we, we all need it. We really yeah. do. We need yeah. those pat on the backs. Mark Twain said, uh, "I could live for three months on a compliment." I think mm-hmm. that's. I think, I, think that's <laughs> I always very, love that very quote. Very yeah, yeah. <laughs> very, very true. And um, and it, isn't it? it that that flip side of it is is one derogatory remark can just shatter mm-hmm. everything oh, yeah. that that you were doing, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, I think we need to pay people more compliments, honestly, and that there's more good to be found than there is anything else. As the old saying goes, everyone's a critic. We got enough critics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> well, the next two songs you're going to be doing is sleep. Is it sleeping like bears? Sleeping like bears. Yep. Okay, and then you're going to end with home. Tell us a little bit about Sleeping Like Bears, and then tell us a little bit about Home. Okay, um, Sleeping Like Bears uh, is a, an older song, too. Um, it's on the record as well, that one in Trickster. Um, and uh, I guess just kind of generally speaking about loss, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, I, I was in a relationship with someone who later on passed away, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, so just even long after the relationship is over, you still care about the you person. Do. And um, so, yeah, it's just kind of about, I guess, dealing with loss and, mm-hmm. and hopefully gaining perspective from it. 
So and celebrating that you know their life. And, so it's and, a reflective song. Yeah, really. yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, and and just the memories you had together and mm-hmm. you know focusing on the positives. So. Right. Right. That's, a, that's an excellent name to give it to, and I might be reading too much into it, so I apologize if I am. But I mean, sleeping like this, it's very much like you're going through a hibernation period. Uh, that's that's your grieving, that's your remorse. You nailed then, it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah so yeah. it's very fitting. Good yeah, job, Mike. Thanks. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. And then Home will be your final one, and, and tell us a little bit about that. Um, home, I wrote later on. Um, it's it's newer. Um, and uh, that one will be, hopefully, will be on the next record. It's a little more upbeat. My newer stuff is is tending to appear that way, at least so far. So, are you happy? Is that what you're telling us? You're fine. You finally are happy. Yeah, I guess you could say that. I'm I'm happy. There's no place like home. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's just about I guess I guess about just being grateful for mm-hmm. for what you have. And um, it's, I, I spent a long time thinking that you know other things could make me happy. Uh, traveling to different places, mm-hmm. like oh, I want to get out of here. You know, I grew up in Phoenix. I wanted to see the world and whatever. And just realizing that home is where you make it. You That's know? true. So home is where the heart is. Yeah, definitely. And yeah. you've got a little one now that you've added added to all this. So I do. Sure that made yeah, it really yeah. nice. <laughs> my yeah, my son is let's see, 13 days old now. Oh, my wow. youngest. I have a five-year-old, and then yeah, my youngest. And then is 13 days. 13 or... days old. He's home with Mama right now. So. Uh, hi yeah. to the hi to the little ones at home with Hello. Mom. <laughs> Dad's doing a good job, guys. All right, Jeff, go ahead and take us with the last two songs for tonight. Okay. Thank you. Sounds great. Thank you.
Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. Okay. Um, and then uh, this song is called Home.
Thank you. Thank you. Come on. There I am. There I am. See, I'm used uh, to getting off stage as soon as I finish. So. <laughs> like, I'm going to wait. Yeah. <laughs> um, have you ever heard of the term troubadour? Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, a few centuries back. <laughs> they, were, they were quite common. And um, uh, you're definitely a storyteller. Thank you. And, and it's, it's a gift. That's a rare gift. Um, you're not screaming. You're, you're not. <laughs> you're putting your cards across the stage. So I mean, it, it is a gift to be able to relay a story, lyrics, and song, and you do it very, very well. Oh, thank you. So I really appreciate you coming out tonight. And if um, your fans, which I'm sure there are many more tonight, if they would like to find you, what is the best way for them to find you? The best way to find me, I'm not real good about updating my Facebook page. The best way to find me, I always update my shows. It's just jeffgonzalesmusic.com. And it's J-E-F-F-G-O-N-Z-A-L-E-S music.com that's the best way that's to best find way out to find what's going you. on with me yeah, yeah. and then we can keep so and then i do have facebook and reverb nation too but that okay. one i make sure is always updated okay so. right. um are you touring next year and and it, where where are you going to be um well i'm hoping uh after i put out another record to do some more touring okay. um but it'll probably be a, a little while till i till I maybe late again. spring early summer yeah maybe a uh maybe yeah, I'll, I'm sure I'll do some out of town like regional shows uh-huh. up north and Tucson and maybe some stuff in LA. I do that, you know, sometimes yeah, yeah. in San Diego. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it'll probably just be that. But then I'm hoping in maybe next year or the year after, more likely, um, to to do more of a kind of extensive tour. So we'll Good. see. Good. To accompany the the new record when that comes out. Good. So. We'll make sure we keep following you on JeffGonzalezMusic.com. So. Everybody, t- everybody go there and tell him what a nice beard he has. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or post on Facebook if you've got a nice beard. Oh, you need to buy his music because of his beard. <laughs> <laughs> but, Jeff, thank you very much. And uh, we really appreciate you coming out and looking forward to a lot more music with you in this coming year. Great. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you guys. Yeah. Thank Thanks you for much. having me. Thanks, right. everybody, at Time Out Lounge. Thanks. Um, we're going to go to a music break as we get Daryl. Set up here. Um, we're going to have Daryl come on, and here in a few minutes. So we're going to go to a music break. I guess I'm chatting. Yeah. Well, since I don't have a board, I'm I'm sorry I didn't <laughs> have the board. I guess Patty's wording me. We're chatting for a few minutes, and then we're going to do music, Patty. And while we do sound check for Daryl, I can't see that. I can't see what you're pointing at from here. Sorry. We have a caller. Oh, we have a caller. Is it Danny? Or who is it? Bring him on. I like talking to people. Hey, I'm sorry I couldn't see the board. Who is this? Hey, this is Danny and Allison. It is Danny and it Allison. Danny. I thought it was Danny and Allison. Oh. They're in they're in hold. They're waiting. <laughs> so, um, Danny, I apologize. I couldn't see the, the board screen, and I didn't know who was calling in. Can you guys hold till 920 still? Of course, yeah. sure. We're just listening to the show. Oh, you guys are awesome. You know what? Beautiful. I love you, too, very, very much. Very, 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 very much. And I look forward <laughs> to talking to you here in just about an hour. Okay, guys? All right. All right. Peace, babes. All right. So we we are going to get Daryl tuned up here. And uh, Miss Patty, am I chit-chatting or are you going to play some music? We can chit-chat if you want. Okay. She's going to play us some music while we get Daryl all set up here. Hang on with us, folks. You know, it's live, 
and it's got bumps and bruises. But Really, we just need to grab more drinks. It crackles very, very well. <laughs> no, what I need is a hamburger, daggone it. Okay, we'll get a hamburger and we'll get some more drinks. I need more <laughs> drinks. <laughs> you, you, you bloody cockney. <laughs> Here we go. Up in high country, living on mountain. Here in high country, in the shadow up on the road so One, two, three. Thank you. 
Hey, we're back on with the Hey Girl Show. Uh, we just got through hearing from Jeff Gonzalez. And just my um, ear things here. I'm sorry, hang on a second. I'm sitting here with Chris Mars. He's sitting in tonight for our beloved Carol Pacey. We miss her. We wish she were here. Yeah, missing her, her giggle um, right about now and that wicked smile on those sparkly eyes. She's got the craziest <laughs> eyes, I tell you what. And, uh, just, just, I, really like, I really like her smile. She's got yeah, a smile. she really does. And um, such a great personality. A great oh, yeah. person all the way around. Um, we just got through hearing from, and I'm going to slaughter this, Muscalunge, Gather at the River, High Country, Squid Dog, Chili Lime Squid, Back to You, and the singles Rocks and Hard Places by Mr. Danny Caudell, who we are going to be talking to, actually, Danny, uh, we're going to be talking to here at about 9.20. Right now, we are ready to talk with Mr. Dale Scherr. It's German bass. Come on now. <laughs> That's a lot of R's in that name. That's a lot of R's. But you know what? I think you have earned those R's. You think so? <laughs> I think so. Thanks. Well, I appreciate you coming out tonight. And, um, yeah, I, thanks for having me. I know uh, you were at your daughter's concert. and um it's she, true. She plays mm. the cello, and, and you got to finish hearing her before you joined us. But, I did. Uh, we appreciate you joining that for us. Yeah. We really do. Um, Daryl, you're a busy guy. How's that? Um, Doesn't think, feel like it. <laughs> look, looking over, looking over your bio, it's like, okay, you've been you've been messing around with music since what? About twelve years old. Uh, yep, uh, since wow. I was twelve years old. What were you one of those kids that got the old tissue box and put a rubber band across it and built your yeah. own uh, guitar or? What's no, that? not at all. My sister actually was always the musician. She learned she learned the instruments way before I did. Hmm. Um, I just. Uh, Somewhere around, I don't know, I was like maybe 11 or 12, and I got into punk rock and wanted to be in a band. So, wow. Uh, All right. Sort of, sort of kind of. <laughs> at, at 12, what punk were you listening to? Uh, well, originally I was uh, into, the first band I liked was New Model Army, and they are probably still my favorite band, actually. Really? Um, and then I was really into the Dead Kennedys for a while, and I still listened to the Subhumans and I don't know, a bunch of that old stuff. What did your? Uh, I was curious. What did your folks think when, at 12 years old, you're all of a sudden going, you know, this anarchist movement? Right. You uh, know what? What did what did they what did they say at that time? Were um, they worried? Yes, I think so. I don't. Yeah. I, they were they were very sort of uh, reluctantly supportive. I think something like that. No recommendation of counseling. What's that? No recommendation of counseling? They no yeah, it's funny you say <laughs> that actually. <laughs> uh I, yeah, actually they did send me to uh, somebody for a while. <laughs> <laughs> There's something wrong with our child. Yeah, he wears black all the time. Yeah, all that. <laughs> yeah. You you went through the whole the whole oh, yeah. oh gosh, yeah. Yep. You got any old pictures? <laughs> um, none that I'd show you. Oh, daggone, man. That'd be, that'd be great to put with the interview. <laughs> what, if we, what if I paid you? Can we, can we get it then? No, I don't. Before they became famous, next show. Right. I, don't, I, don't even, I don't let my children see their <laughs> They don't need any ideas, right? This was what Daddy did, but we're not going to do that, right? No. <laughs> uh, when, when, I lis- when I really started listening to your music and really focusing in on it, I immediately saw you as the male counterpart to Amanda Palmer. Hmm. Your your storytelling maybe is not quite as 
dramatic because you don't have the grand orchestra behind you. But <laughs> not yet. <laughs> not yet, but you're on your way. No. But um, there's there's definitely there's definitely something very dark um, in your storytelling mm. and in your in your music. Yeah, I get that a lot. Yeah. Where yeah. does that come Where does that come from? Uh, I don't know. I, I guess I I guess I got issues. I don't know. <laughs> Well, Stephen King writes horror flicks. Sure, yeah. You know. Um, oh, that's well said. He, rather than writing horror books, he does write horror flicks. <laughs> yeah. <That's> true. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, because to me, I, every time I even sit down and read a Stephen King book, I always think it's more of a flick than it is a yeah, book. Yeah, no, it's right. It's, right, it's ready writes, to go. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He writes in flick mode. Yeah. Um, so I think we all, you know, there's different places we're all coming from. And obviously, at a very early age, there was something you were seeing in life. That was maybe a little bit different perspective than the kid that was out with the baseball bat hitting a ball. Yeah, um, yeah, I didn't get along with those kids very much. Well, you think um, about saying that baseball bat to them. <laughs> <laughs> no, no comment. <laughs> um, the uh, I frankly I don't know where the songs come from. Um, they, uh, I mean, they are sort of consistent with me in so like my taste or mm-hmm. whatever but they uh I don't uh, I don't I don't know that I feel like I originate the ideas or anything like that more like I just happen to be the right I don't know the right person to hear them or something when you're you're working as you were sharing with me earlier you you work nights um does that your type of job working during the wee hours of the morning does that kind of lend itself to, to develop some of the writing that you do? I don't know what develops the writing at all. It's uh, the it helps if I wake up early um, and then do that as the first mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, generally, before I have time to before I have time to be too intellectual about it. So you you find writing for you works better first thing in the morning which, is, as you're fresh getting up out of bed. Yeah. Or um, off the floor. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> or uh yeah, certainly the morning is the best time. By the by this time of day I wouldn't be able to write anything. Uh-huh. Yeah. Is it a process that um you find yourself disciplined or is it spontaneous in its occurrences? I do I <laughs> I do better when I'm disciplined, but I'm not always disciplined. Um I try to sort of <laughs> sentence myself to uh-huh. uh, having to write um, and just sort of confine myself to that activity. And then, I mean, either it happens or it doesn't. Right. But I have to sort of, I don't know, I have to sort of incarcerate myself to do it. Now, are, are you a, a writer that sits down at a computer or do you stand with a piece of paper and a I, pen? I do paper and pen. That's what it is? Yes, yeah. I agree. We've got four songs that we're going to be hearing. Uh, the first two, uh, the first one is It's a Bastard to be Lonely, and the second one, if I can read my horrible handwriting, it's... Already over. Already over. Would you tell us a little bit about those first two songs? I don't know what to say about the first one, other than I have a long-standing um, love for the Old Testament. Um which I borrow from very heavily in that tune. Uh-huh. Um, and the second one is uh, a prayer. It's a prayer. 
So you're bringing religious overtones into your your music to tell stories at times. Uh, yeah, or I bring stories in to tell religious overtones. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting, I like it. It works. It works really well. Thanks. So, okay, well, take us away with your first two songs, Daryl. Sure. Is there a guitar mic on? Oh, yeah, I hear it. The Lord was getting restless up there on the mercy seat. Said I killed a million Canaanites. I still feel incomplete. Did you ever get that empty feeling way down in your feet? Damn, but it's a bastard to be lonely. I saw the wood, I saw the fire, you told me these would be enough. How resolute your blade that day, how absolute your love when you said damn, but it's a bastard to be lonely. Damn, but it's a bastard to be lonely. Damn, but it's a bastard to be lonely.
Oh, let's see. Capo. This song is in the key of one. I said to the night, Oh, mother above, Must it be in hatred We suffer our love? Oh, mother above, Oh, darkness within, I swore I would never Come back here again Where every goodbye Feels like the end The deepest devotion Is a jealous revenge This endless unrest This heart full of hell Oh mother I'm lost And she said, you asked, and I've answered you well. She said, tired of your name, and sick of your breath, you wished for a woman fuck you to death. You ached for a love so raw and so deep It would burn like anger and drown you like sleep Such was your prayer and such is your heart The faith of a lover in love with the dark And such is your fate And such is your fall But the wisdom of heartache Knows on the grieving Is already over It's already over It's already over Even the grieving Is already done Each world a truth 
And each truth eternal And each pang its proof And mother, I'm lost And she said, it's true And all things eternal Are lost just like you Each truth is a lie Each world is so small And each moment so fleeting That even the grieving is already over It's already over It's already over Even the grieving is already over It's already over It's already over Even the grieving is already done It's already over It's already over It's already over Even the grieving is already done Thanks You really utilize your vocals um, did you take vocal lessons? Well, because otherwise early? all I got is this guitar, yeah, and I mean, I don't know how to play that thing, so. Did you take vocal <laughs> lessons when you were younger, or? No, not really. I, I, I was in, uh, I was in an acapella choir at a Mesa Community College. Oh. Um, I took like a lesson or two from the instructor, but not really, mostly just a <laughs> trial and error. Learning how to control. Yeah, getting sounds I like, I mean, it's. It's the it's the instrument I like the most. Mm-hmm. So like that's always what I listen to when I hear anybody, um, any band or whatever. I'm always listening to the voice. So, so I don't know. is the are the instruments then more um, to be the support and the complement to the voice for you? Yeah, kinda. I mean, I when I do a recording, I uh, I, I start getting really interested in composing parts. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't, um, when I'm writing, I just kind of do whatever just feels natural and easy and just feels in the pocket. I don't really put a lot of uh-huh. thought into it. I read that you refer to your style sometimes as highbrow cartoons. <laughs> Can you elaborate a little bit on that? Yeah, well, I mean, it. you know, I've got like, you know, I'll have like these characters like talk to God or God talk to them or I'll have this, this kind of ridiculous sort of high, sort of inflated scenarios uh-huh. um, that, uh, I don't know, are really just kind of constructed to be an opportunity to use lines I wrote that I like a lot. <laughs> so, um, it makes the dialogue work. <laughs> right. I mean, they're cartoonish, you know. I mean, they're kind of cheeky a lot of times, and um, they, uh, you know, it's like highbrow, I don't know, because I don't know, because I try to write the line's really clever and poetic, I guess. Mm. <laughs> is, is the pinky out? No, not the pink, no, no, not like that. I mean. <laughs> no, but I did, I did like your comment about the voice, though, because, because um, uh, uh, one of my, one of my uh, many professions 
is actually do voice acting, so voice oh, is very sure. important to me as well. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, any music I even listen to, it's just the voice is, is either going to catch me or it's not. If it doesn't, then I don't care about it anymore. Absolutely. It's the thing that makes or breaks a band or anything from there. Exactly. Mm-hmm. What do you look for when you when you are and you're out and about and you're in a record store? What are you looking for in music? I know you've said, mentioned that the voice is very important to you, but some people, they'll buy a book by its cover. They'll buy an album for its cover. Did, does any of that flash um, ever draw you in? Uh, no. Uh, one wh- one thing I should say is that I, I actually do not remember the last time I bought um, a record, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> except to, like, replace uh, a record I had. Um the uh, I I don't know what I look for. That, what do you, that, What do you play? Um, do you listen to other bands, other music? Um, mo- <laughs> not Not really. No. no. I uh, I haven't. <laughs> I haven't. Uh, well, I listen. I listen to punk rock while I drive, but uh-huh. that's more just visceral and like I'm driving. Driving <laughs> 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 music. For so, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I. Um, I think I mentioned earlier I um I recently got into this, uh, this Russian composer uh-huh. Vadim Salmanov I like him a lot. Lately I don't know I like um lately I've been really interested in checking out orchestral music because mm-hmm. I've been so focused on vocal music. Um there's a lot of really good stuff out there that sometimes the Aren't ruined by stupid lyrics. Something you you <laughs> might something a uh, person you actually might enjoy now that I think about it, since you're so focused on the vocals. Um, he's an acapella singer, uh, Peter Hollins. Have you heard of him? Nah, no, the name maybe. I maybe, recommend looking um, him up. I think you'd really enjoy him. Yeah. Okay. I'll check him out. That's that's a, that's a good one. What's he do? What kind of music? Um, he does a lot of of uh, uh, folk songs. Like uh, hmm. he has done. Um, let's see, let me think here. Uh, she moved to the fair, if you're familiar with that. Uh, he also uh, has done um, Sally Gardens. Uh, let's see, I'm trying to think of a couple others. And of course, it's getting late into the night, so I'm starting to get tired. <laughs> After a couple of drinks, too, my, my brain gets a little fuzzy. <laughs> when, you, when you write and you perform, do you ever see an imagery around you that you would like to have projected? Um, uh, there's bands. There's a local band here called Spiderhole. Mm. Uh, I used to play with those guys. Did you? So yeah, you know I used Ethan. to be their guitarist. <laughs> okay, you know, <laughs> e- you know Ethan. Then I do. Yeah. Um, they're all good friends of mine. They're they're very they they like to project an imagery. Yep. Um, and I know on one of you, one of your uh, songs I was listening to, you were dressed up kind of in the the clown motif. It's all black and white. Um, it was. On reverb, so, or is it band? Do you like dre- dressing the part of oh, the imagery of what you're trying to portray? No, <laughs> no, I do, n- I do not like doing that. You're not one for the theatrics. Though. I am not a very theatric person. No. Just mm. in song, just in your words and your songwriting and what you're projecting through your voice. Yeah, my, but yeah, my, my, my basic disp- disposition is a writer. I like mm-hmm. my, I never, I never feel more alive than when I'm all alone by myself, like, Writing. just trying to beg the muses to give me something. <laughs> Anything. Yeah, give me, yeah, give me right. And when they finally do, that's like that. You know, I, there are people who are performers, and they really get off on the uh, the applause and uh, the sort of public thing, and 
that's what uh, that's what being in my garage listening or yeah trying to listen for the muses is. So. Um, we're gonna go ahead and go to the next two songs. Here. Sure. Uh, we've got the name of love. Oh yeah. And the dust with the dirt. Can you tell us just a little bit about those before you go into them? Yeah, sure. The name. Oh, you know, you asked about highbrow cartoons. The name of love is a perfect example. Okay. Of that. You got like uh, <laughs> some kind of a unspecified prophet character sitting in a bar <laughs> drinking a uh, whiskey uh whiskey on the rocks whiskey coke and um uh waxing philosophical about uh how you should almost like uh you know the you should that the in Judaism you're not supposed to speak the name of God right mm. um the uh he's saying never to speak the name of love oh I understand and then the other one which was if I, if you tell me correctly, is the dust with the dirt? Um, yes. Is that what we're doing? The dust yes. with the dirt. Sure. Yeah, that's, that's sure, I'll do that. One. One. Um, that's that, what I have written down. I used to. Uh, I wrote that. I wrote that. I wrote that kind of out of maybe as a tribute to the seven years I spent um, in social work, mm-hmm. working with uh, the homeless population. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not about anybody specific, but just kind of. Um, in spirit um, amalgamation, maybe of a. Well, it's more like a. It's more a depiction of a. Of a life, a way of life. That makes sense. Okay. Mm. Okay. Well, take it away for our last two with you, would you please. Thank yeah. you, Daryl. Sure. Thanks. It said, don't ever speak the name of love As he sat sipping on his whiskey coke He said, there ain't no potion, ain't no magic strong enough To break that kind of spell once it spoke The jukebox started calling to the morning doves Crushed a piece of ice between his teeth He said, believe me boy, don't ever speak the name of love The name of love, the name of love will only name your grief Oh, the name of love will only name your grief Now King Solomon will tell you love is vanity I guess he'd know with 700 wives And I don't think I'd survive that kind of anxiety Even given 700 lives Cause love like any demon you might summon up It only wants to see your soul in Boy, don't ever speak the name of love, the name of love, the name of love will be chiseled on your chains. Oh, the name of love will be chiseled on your chains. Don't ever speak 
the name of love And it looked like he was choking back a tear Said you say it once, she says it once, it's not enough Soon it's all you ever want to hear And every word you speak and every gift you give just another boat song of a slave Believe me boy, don't ever speak The name of love, the name of love The name of love's the stone upon your grave Oh, the name of love's the stone upon your grave Oh, the name of love's the stone upon your grave Thank you. After the fact, I realized that song needs a special thanks or apologies to, uh, who is it, Dust in the Wind? What is that? <laughs> Kansas? I don't know. It's a whole era of uh, popular music I did not pay attention to. This song, what, what is this song called again? Yes, The Dust with the Dirt. <laughs> drown on the streets of this town Neath the rust and the dust and the thirst You rain down your sweat on a half cigarette That grows like a rose from the earth You bend down and pluck it And light it and suck it down fast And it blooms with a burst you finish the kiss with a flick of the wrist And let the rest bless the dust with the dirt You spent the night sweltering down at the shelter And it's probably never slept worse You place might as well be a jail What with all of the rules they're so keen on enforcing You'd be happy to shell out and stay at a motel, but your check won't come in till the first. So you guess, fuck it all, you just sleep where you fall, rest your dust with the dirt. It's been 30 some years, you've been grinding your gears. Since you bummed that first ride from Fort Worth Wearing the soles of your shoes full of holes And no farther along than you were Well it seems all your plans went the way of the man Though it's hard to tell just which fell first And probably such thoughts are just best left forgotten while the rest bless the dust with the dirt
dad wasn't really so bad Despite all the fear and the hurt And the real pain you felt From his fist and his belt Was the sense that you'd one day deserve it And just look how you sank And just look how you drank And just think what a waste and a curse Maybe one night you might finally set this thing right And just rest your dust with the dirt Show me the man who achieved all he planned Or the man who gets paid what he's worth Who nurtures and grows all the promise he shows Like a debt he incurs at his birth You know dreams are like leaves That turn gold on the trees And then silently fall to the earth Till they litter the streets And they sweep them in heaps While the rest bless the dust with the dirt No, we'd never see the knife that divides up our life Nor the places our pieces get tossed But if you could just sit here and rest for a bit You at least might make peace with their loss But the man in the shop says he's calling the cops And he's sorry, but it's business first So you pick up what share of yourself you can carry Let the rest bless the dust with the dirt Thanks. You definitely have some stories to tell. (laughs) Is there um, any influence that you're sending, you think, um, kids? Oh, God, I hope not. (laughs) (laughs) If there are any young ones listening, I apologize. I hope you were covering your ears. (laughs) Some friends of mine had one of my records. They said they played it on a road trip to L.A., and they, Uh they got back, and they said, like, God, that is just miserable. That is sad. Eh? <laughs> awful. Good so. road, road trip music, huh? Yes. <laughs> well, what are you looking at for 2015? What are you looking to do? Oh, um, <laughs> do some more write. I, I, I've been working on a novel, and that's mostly what I'm right, doing. Mm-hmm. That's 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 pretty much what I, I... I don't even remember the last time I wrote a song, frankly. Um, Your focus has been this, this novel, hasn't it? Yeah. Well, you know... That said, I did just finish recording with my my uh, my punk rock band Monster May I. Uh-huh. Um, so we're gonna get that released, but um, nice. so there's there's a bit of that. I mean, uh-huh. some gigging and all that, but I mean, as far as like for myself, when right. I think what I'm doing, um, you know, just putting pen to paper every day. Would you like to try to have the novel done in 2015? I am not going to be that. Optimistic. Okay. Well, sometimes the things do take a while. Do you have a working title for it? Nope. 
It is definitely a work in progress. I got I got three characters. That's what I got for it. Hey, that's, 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 that's a start. That's pretty good start, actually. <laughs> and a setting, at least at least one of them, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. a couple of settings. A couple of settings. Well, if um, people want to find you, first of all, where can they find you and your music and mm-hmm. keep tabs on what you get coming up? And then your punk band also give us information for that as sure. well. Sure. Probably the best for both of those. I mean, I have a website and all that, but, I mean, nobody goes there, so why should you? The uh, <laughs> Everyone cares about the social media. That's about <laughs> that's it. That's right. <laughs> Face, yeah, Facebook, um, I'm on there as D.G. Shearer, spelled uh, in the Germanic spell, mm-hmm. S-C-H-E-R-R-E-R. Um, nobody ever spoke like that. So <laughs> there you have it. It's recorded. Yeah. It's official. Um, and Monster May I is also on Facebook, uh-huh. um, and it's just Monster May. It's yeah, you can find it Facebook.com/slash Monster May I. It's easy. Um, and then actually, I also do a lot of these songs with my buddy Mark Oxborough from the Haymarket Squares. Yeah. Huh. Um, he uh, when we we do some hey, of his Mark. songs. Yeah, Haymarket to Mark, um, and we uh, we often perform as the Blood Feud family singers. Ah, and, that's uh, right. I forgot about yeah. that. And we're also on Facebook as that. So, so you it's all really easy. You've you just got go to so Facebook. many personas going on. It's a <laughs> I have I have one persona and a, a, a few different bands that do it. That, that's good. That's good though. So it sounds like you're going to be busy, and as you continue this journey, I'm anxious to hear you know more about the novel. And uh, yeah, me too. I have no idea what it's about. We're going to keep tabs. <laughs> on this and um, hopefully have it released maybe by 2016, 2017. We'll be looking for it on the shelf. And um, there'll be a book signing tour and then he'll go on tour with his band while they're doing the book tour. And hey, we'll just have one big thing. Yeah, I was going to say, it should, I should, I got to combine those because I'm a dad and I got to get back. And, yeah, uh, exactly. Take the kids <laughs> but everyone, please do look him up. And I had something and then I lost it. <laughs> You'll find it in your back pocket. Well, you know, just if you're ever looking just, you know, to to really hear the other side of life, if you will, definitely look up Daryl. Yeah. I think that's a good way to put it. So, Daryl, thank you so much for coming out. Thank you for having me. Tell your family we say thank you, too. We really appreciate it. And Mm. we wish you and Jeff a very Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. I don't know. What else is in there? I, I'm sure I'm missing somebody. I think that's how uh, we just give the chamber a happy holiday these days. Yeah, I'm sure I'm insulting somebody right now. So, you know what? Get over it. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you very much. This will be the last night we ever get to come on. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Chris, man, we've we got to hear some really good music tonight. Indeed, indeed. Uh, and now we're going, uh, we're running a little late, but we're going into um, our... Phone call. We've got um, Danny and Allison. They're coming in on the phone line. Love them. And um, Danny and Allison actually are on a cross-country tour, and it's called Magical Thinking Tour. Danny, Allison, you out there? Yes, ma'am. Hello. Hey, greetings, guys. Hello. I understand you're, you guys are in Florida right now? We are. Uh, how, how's the weather in sunny Florida? I've been wearing shorts and a tank top. <laughs> oh, <laughs> then it has been warm. Yeah, 79 degrees today. Wow. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, I, for everybody out there that's listening, um, Danny and Allison have, have been traveling across the United States, and they, they actually um, went up into Canada. I believe that was last year, right, Danny? Yeah, 
Oh, uh, it was. Um, well, it was a couple of months ago. It was a couple months there. ago. Yeah, and um, they've just been, you know, Dan- Danny plays guitar and he sings and he does songwriting and covers and. Allison um, sings with him and is a really good support system to everything that that they've been doing. Um, Danny, tell us a little bit about um, Magical Thinking Tour, what it's about, what you're looking to do as you guys travel across the United States. Well, uh, Magical Thinking is a project um, that Allison and I came up with. And the project is to visit all 50 states of America and and in quotes and then some so um, as opportunities come our way we uh, we develop uh, those opportunities and our the way that our tour works is that we build relationships and we rely heavily on um, building trust and showing leadership type of um, taking the lead in situations and um, sharing our heart and being us so we can attract like-minded people. Yeah, well, really what we're trying to do is we're trying to lead by example to show others that they can do what they love to do um, Uh without a ton of money. That's true. Follow your dreams. And you guys, you guys really have, yeah, you really have led the way on showing um, just what can be done um, with very little money across the United States. And um, how many states now have you guys traveled? Eleven. Eleven states so Eleven far. Eleven in Canada. Yeah. Eleven, 11 in Canada. Okay. That's all, that's fantastic. It really is. And Definitely. and finding other like-minded people. It's um. You open your heart, you open your hand. It's amazing um, what will come your way. Mm. Right. Uh, we say yes. And that we look for opportunities and we meet people through hitchhiking. That's a way that we can travel for free a lot of times, relatively mm-hmm. cheap with buses. Except in Florida. Florida hitchhiking is impossible. Really? <laughs> why, why is that, Allison? Well, the on-ramps, it's so hard to get to because usually you have to get on a freeway to get to the freeway you want to get to. And it's just so uh-huh. busy, and everyone, are, they're just so evil in their cars. Oh. <laughs> and nobody picks you up. We wandered uh, around in Orlando for two days straight trying oh. to get like, That's crazy, that's right? crazy. That is crazy. So if you want to travel Florida by hitchhiking, I wouldn't recommend it. You don't, anyway, recommend, you don't recommend Florida. But I, I understand um, as well now when you guys are on the road and um, keeping up with you guys playing in order to earn your keep, that, that also you guys are working on a book on how to hitchhike and tips on do's and don'ts, correct? Correct. And how, how is that coming together? Are you finding, finding enough information in, in your travels to put this together so far? So, so far what we've been doing is every time we think of a tip, we record ourselves saying the tip, and Mm -hmm. then we're just kind of saying on a level of 1 to 10, and what we'll be doing is then kind of categorizing and then picking the best 50 tips 
franchising just a tip for each state. That's a really yeah, good a idea. Of, yeah. yeah, a lot of our, uh, we, it's by trial and error, and mm-hmm. we get picked up by people who believe in what we're doing. Uh, people that don't believe in hitchhiking or think it's bad or bad people, they're the ones that drive right by us, right? Mm-hmm. And people that see us hitchhiking and, and can relate, uh, they're the ones that stop and pick us up. And it's usually because they've done it before. What, what have been some of your biggest challenges so far on the road, would you say? That... Our, I think our biggest challenge is... I think our biggest challenge on the road is um, balance of, uh, like, our emotional state and a balance of how fast we move, a balance of kind of keeping our ego in check. Mm-hmm. You know, things like that. You know? For me, my big one is materials. You know, I was mm-hmm. raised my entire life to uh, be materialistic. And then mm-hmm. to travel the way that we do, I'm now having to give those up. And it was really hard up until recently. I think. It's, a, it's an adjustment that you guys have both been making. Now, if if um, people want to follow you guys and they want to follow your travels and, and what you're doing across America and Canada and wherever else you've been winding up, what is the best way for people to find you guys? Uh, well, everything feeds through our Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, and Danny's really active on there. He really likes to chat it up with everyone. So um, our Facebook is facebook.com slash magical thinking community page. Uh-huh. Uh, also, we document everything that we do through videos, so we have documentary episodes on our YouTube, uh, okay. which is uh, YouTube slash user slash Magical Thinking Commu. That's C-O-M-M-U. And, which is but really cool. I watch can, those. What's that? Yeah. It's really, Christopher was, Chris was saying it's really cool to watch those, and it really is. Oh, thank you. Cool. Yeah, Chris, I've been following you on Facebook. I'm glad that uh, we we're actually. I'm looking we forward connected. to chatting with you. You know. Oh, most definitely. Now, um, when when do you guys have a plan yet of when you're planning on heading back towards California? Has that anything been definite set yet? Well, uh, we actually met a sailor in Key West or in Key Largo, mm-hmm. and um, and we spent the night. He was a camp host and. After chatting with him, he said he was heading back down to the Caribbean islands and asked if we wanted to go. Whoa! Wow! When's that supposed yeah, to happen? Yeah, so we're um, we're hanging tight here in Florida, um, and we're going to see what happens with um, Captain John. Okay. And, um, <laughs> and so we're just trying to just. <laughs> wow! So it, when you guys take off the Caribbean. When you take off of the Caribbean, when you, what month is, is he looking at doing that? Well, I think maybe relatively soon. Um, wow. Either this month or January. In January? That's fantastic. That's incredible. We don't even know. <laughs> you talk about a, an opening a door to all different kinds of music, too, down there in the Caribbean. Um, that's going to be fantastic. What a learning experience and a sharing experience that you guys are going to be just stretching stretching that magical thinking and just wrapping this big old world around with magical thinking. 
Yeah, we just take it one day at a time, and yeah. and we love people. It, and it shows. It really does. Well, I'm going to have to wrap it up here and let you guys go. I appreciate um, we missed you guys last month due to technical difficulties on our end, and I'm so glad it worked out this month to have you on. And um, I check in on a daily basis on Facebook with you and, and make sure you guys are still alive and, and ticking. And um, looking forward to the book, looking forward to when you guys head back. And uh, we're making plans to... Um, Hopefully this next August uh, to meet up with you guys out in California, and, and mm-hmm. Chris is going to come along, and um, that's and fun. You'll have an, you'll have an entourage out there to meet you. <laughs> I love it. And we really appreciate you, Song. We love you and appreciate you inviting us on the show. Absolutely. Love, love you both, and wish you both a very merry Christmas and a happy New Year. And uh, tell Captain John we salute him. That's pretty awesome. Mm, that's definitely <laughs> all right. Right on. Uh, All right. Love you guys. Peace. Love you. Too. Bye. Bye. All right. Bye. Talk to you And uh, we're really grateful to the Time Out Lounge and um, letting us come in the last couple of months. And we're going to be here on a permanent basis. Uh, we talked to Wesley here, and he's setting us up a schedule. So Time Out Lounge in 2015 will be the Hay Girls' home. So we really appreciate uh, the Time Out Lounge for that. And we want to give a, a thank you for where we were formerly, which was at the Ice House Tavern. And um, they got us our start of, of uh, hosting letting us host our show there, and we really appreciated Ice House for that. Um, But um, I think that's about it, and uh, we want to thank Devin James for all the promo work he had done for us this last year, Mm. and uh, we really appreciated him and Chris Mars working together to do all our promo work. It was our pleasure. um, I think that's about it. Uh, Patty Holstrom, we want to thank you for being our general manager and um, taking good care of us. Jefferson, and Jennifer Beam, thank you for Vintage Note Records and all the hard work you did. Carol Pacey, uh, love you, honey. And uh, we really appreciate you and Andy Miranda for all the support and everything that you've given the Hey Girl Show. Most and we're, we are looking very forward to 2015 and hosting and having more bands, local bands and independent bands, because that's what we are about, damn it. Independent rock and roll. Uh, it's it's all about the community. That's what it, it is. is. So we're going to get taken out here with some songs, and you guys have a great Merry Christmas 
and a happy new year, and we will see you back in 2015, January. Find us on Facebook, and we will get you the dates. Folks, have a good night. Cause I'll meet you in the air Yes, I'll meet you in the air We pretend that we're prepared And act like we're not scared We'll meet you in the
Prepare to go down shooting. 